0: Her mom's, her Harmon. Her moms, oh, her moms.
1: So, with the nature of G. Hermits.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Literally Literary. With us, as always, Mr. Sean Fogg. <laughs> I am Joey Bonnier. And here he is, fresh off a good deep dive, Sean O'Brien. What does
0: that mean, fresh off?
2: What does that mean, fresh off of a deep dive? He's digging in his books. Yeah, it was actually—it was a physical representation of a deep dive.
1: He's uh, uh, scrunching his sack. Hi guys. Hi. Hi.
2: How you doing? Good. Fabulous. Do you know what today is? The day I get to yell. Saturday.
0: I know it is. So one of two things are going to happen Jesus Christ. from here on out. God. Because oh. this will either be one episode that comes out one day, oh, or God. this will be- The rest
1: of our lives. One
0: episode that comes out like four times. We're going to do four of these. Are you quitting the show? like four you of these, these in a row. No. Oh. I would tell you that off air. Damn. <laughs> Don't get your hopes up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Do we? laughs> um, anyway, I have a little uh, coffee. Yeah, yeah, you drink yeah. that coffee.
1: Maybe you should and some know, Irish cream. Ooh,
0: that's tasty. I've never done that before.
1: You've never done Irish cream in your coffee?
0: No, I normally just make my own fucking Irish coffee. Like mm. I'll put whiskey in it and then I'll make my own cream, mm. but I just put your Irish cream bullshit in Irish this cream. coffee. Yeah.
2: You've done that before?
0: No, I haven't actually. That's Jesus really tasty. Christ. That's bizarre. That's that's like powerfully tasty.
1: Breaking I'm, news, folks. Irish, Irish cream pleased. tastes
0: good in coffee. Anyway, <laughs> folks. <laughs> Um I have a an old copy of Ulysses. Oh poster. wow. Um, yeah. I have a much newer copy oh, of uh, James Joyce's no. Ulysses. Uh-oh. This is the, uh, the Oxford World Classics. Uh, boy. Um, I also have the Vantage I Classics version. the yeah. so pattern emerging with the middle one. This is the most recent one I read about three, mm. four years ago with James Joyce's mm. Ulysses. I also have a brand new copy of James Joyce's the same
1: Ulysses. Fucking book, just a nice. Um, it's very authoritarian. I also have another one. The third version the of very that very same, first version uh, I
0: ever read of James Joyce's Ulysses. Also you have three Vantage of the same thing. version. Yeah,
1: the first, the first two books he pulled out looked vastly different. The, I also have the... another fresh copy of James Joyce's. Ulysses. The last four versions have been. I also have a little notebook that, that has same the breakdown book of James Joyce's With varying Ulysses. levels of wear. I, I also have oh, I oh, another a, blue version, a which, which is the facsimile of the nineteen twenty-two version,
0: the King James Joyce's Ulysses version. Finally, I have another old, like you know, the, uh, uh, the Gabler edition of James Joyce's the, Ulysses, the, the Ulysses the Library which is also version the same thing that's used. Whenever you use the the Ulysses annotated, finally a different version. I have the annotated Ulysses of James We'll need the Rosetta Stone to understand that one. And I finally have the finally once other again. Version another, of, another version copy of the, of the blue version. yeah. of James Joyce's Ulysses. My boys, my loves, my friends. Mm. It depends on when this episode comes out. But this I now a, have yeah. all the copies of James Joyce's Ulysses because it is going to be June. It is going mm. to be June. So either we release this episode at the beginning of June and we do four of these episodes or we just make this the Bloomsday episode and you know which one I want. But since we're here, if we do, however, the, the other point is, if we do the other ones. This I,
1: is a, a Trumpian wall and a stacking of the deck. Of, if, if we uh, just do a June we thing. We can either I, do Ulysses or we can do Ulysses.
0: What do you I, want? I also have Mrs. Dalloway by James Joyce and I have The Hours by Michael Cunningham, which both occur, like, you know, which occurs in June. Mrs. So, Dalloway by? Mrs. Doubtfire? By Virginia Woolf. By Virginia Woolf. To, so to I be clear, a, he has put them here. in a
1: completely separate pile, completely sure, segregated on from everything else, as though in disgust he has discarded these two novels with with disdain for the the writer, as though they are no, not worthy of being near the fucking Ulysses.
0: Mrs. Dalloway wall. is the second book, I, is the second most recent book I've read. So, oh wait, third
2: second or th- I don't remember whatever Jesus. anyway so uh, I have books I'm really guys- glad hold on I'm really glad you did not get into a car accident on the way here yeah because then the everyone yeah. would find yeah. you with only James Joyce books yeah. maybe 20 copies of them and yeah. people would really think you'd be a psychic, So why why be psychotic? hyperbolic? Why be hyperbolic? Literally tell the audience how many
0: copies of James Joyce's Ulysses I have on this Ten table it right looks now. like 10 yeah Why so why why maybe maybe 20 a, a 10 is crazy. Like a person, a crazy person yeah. has what I have. Yeah. I'm yeah. well aware of that. We've made that yeah. clear. But guess what? Yeah. It's June. It's yeah. June. I'm so happy. Jesus so what do you guys want me to read? Oh, God. gee, I wonder. Maybe we
1: should read Ulysses. That's a good idea.
0: <laughs> I'm so happy right now. It's June.
1: It's I, June. I thought I couldn't be madder at you
0: today, but... Uh, you you know. can. Oh, wow. It's you can. Weird. Well, I mean, if it makes you feel better. <sighs> I also have a law dictionary in the Constitution of the United States. Mm. Is that for another
2: episode? No, it's just
0: here. Cool. Let's read read the law dictionary then. So the law dictionary has been proposed. Joey, where are you at?
2: I think we should fulfill your needs and wishes.
0: It's not my show. With the law dictionary? It is whatever you desire.
2: Uh, Okay. Um,
0: The question is which one now? So we've been reading from the Vantage version this whole time. The very first episode of this show started with Ulysses. Uh, more importantly, I have the annotated, which you guys can follow along with. I also have another one. I have a bunch of things you guys can follow along with, and it will be blue to today. There's no such thing.
2: All right, let me ask a couple questions. Sure. So what's the difference between the Vantage one and the Oxford one and the other one? The then? Oxford one. Ha- the the Oxford one's blue. So the Oxford actually is the facsimile,
0: again, of the 1922 version? So it's the same kind of text. The difference is that there is literally no commentary in this one whatsoever. Just the facts, man. Exactly. <laughs> the Oxford has plenty of the old... The, but there's no all, difference all the in the references. text, right? Um, not one's really. In the yes font, no. One's in the serif one's in the sans There is a slight like, difference between the 1922 like a word or two and the different? completely... Yeah, there's a couple things here and there. It's not, to be honest with you, I'm not even really sure how many. Are these mistakes or things. someone? Corrections. Subtle, subtle corrections. That he made? Yes. Okay. Yeah, very subtle. But And this was corrected in fucking, you know. It, it was corrected in like 1931, I want to say, something like that. And then this is like the 61 is the unabridged text. But the one that came out in 22, there are a couple very
2: subtle little things that don't matter all that much. The one that came out in 22 is a big blue book. It looks exactly like the Bible, doesn't it, Sean? I feel like that's mm. like the traditional text, whereas the it is. Vantage one seems like it's the New Age Bible. Honestly, it looks like it The dictionary. NIV, yeah. It's, both of those things are fine with me. Yeah, yeah those are correct. But like you oh, also have an way, older version of the Vantage one. Oh, What's is, up with that one? looks badass. This is
0: one of the – this is the very first copy of Ulysses I ever got. I think I've told you guys this story before, but when I was a senior in high school, I sat in the second row in English class, and um, in front of me was a small little kind of black metal bookshelf. Um with about (laughs) four, with about I want to say like six or seven copies of Ulysses that all just phased out and that's all I saw. And the only thing I could think of was Ulysses S. Grant. I had no idea what it was. I had absolutely no idea what this book was. I didn't read much in high school or even before. I never really read as a kid. Um, I started college as a as a math, psychology, and pre-med um major. So my senior year of high school, we get it. I was interested in I, 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 you know, my, my English teacher senior year high school is amazing. And I asked him at, in the very last day of class, everyone had already left and we were gone and we were just chatting for a little bit. And I said, what's Ulysses, by the way? And he, he goes off and he grabs this book off the shelf and he hands it to me and he says, I dare you. I'm like, "What are you? well, I don't understand. And he goes, every style of writing is in this book. That's the only thing he told me. Um so I went home and that summer I just read a little bit of it and there was Hamlet in the first, you know, first chapter or so, which we haven't gotten to yet. So Ulysses is pur- er, um I love how I call your cat Ulysses. Yuri is purring now, which is fantastic. It's it is way more appropriate than you realize.
1: Yuri Gagarin made way more accomplishments for man than fucking
2: Than who? James Joyce? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so The cat's finally- name the cat's name is Ulysses in um Inside Lewin Davis story. It's very fitting. Ulysses. Do you guys mm. remember
0: what the what the kitty's name is in this book?
2: Sean O'Brien. Everett
0: McGill. Goddamn pedophilia. I thought
2: you throw it to me? Darlington Sadby. No. Neither of those things.
0: Anyway, um, I went home, I tried to read it, and it was very hard. And I was like, I can't read this bullshit. This is fucking fucked up. Fucking You was bullshit. hit by a train? And, um... I wasn't hit by no goddamn train. And it sort of became like a thing. It just became a thing. But so this Was original. there a Rocky copy montage that I have, playing? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it's like 10 years long. But more importantly, this copy of Ulysses, what I actually do is I keep all the four leaf clovers I've found. Oh, Jesus Christ. He's opening the book. And $2 dollar bills. In this. Some of them are stuck together. Four leaf clover, four leaf clover, four leaf clover. I have like probably, I don't know, like two dozen four leaf clovers in this book. That's where I keep all my four-leaf clovers. Where are you finding these four-leaf clovers? Most of them were from Ohio. Uh, some of them are from New Jersey. Only like, you imported I, those I want to say like lines? five of them. Five of them are actually from California. It's really hard to find four-leaf clovers in California, believe it or not. Tell me about yeah, it. Yeah,
1: because we don't have mutants. We also so, don't have luck here. True. So
0: on we go. We make our luck. On we go, my friends. Happy Bloomsday or happy June, whichever one we're going to be at. I don't know yet. I don't remember where we left off. Do you guys remember where we left off? <laughs> we were we we were still with uh, Steven. Oh, we're still in chapter one. No, dude. And I'm gonna look up in a second where they are, but
1: I think it was like right as they were about to cook the gophers over the fire.
0: That's really good. That's good. That's a good joke. Yeah, that's a good joke. It's the same one I've been making. What's it from? Joey.
2: I don't. I do not get this reference.
0: Have you not seen O Brother Where out I have not. Oh Jesus. I know. Oh, so every time we talk, it's just like you don't know what's going on. Yep. Wow. You should probably start that because this book's going to be going on for a month. We're going to read Jesus. this four times. I've seen parts of it. We're going to do four episodes oh of this God, show. I hate
1: myself so much.
0: It's good. It's all June. It's going to be all Ulysses. We might do Not a. Not have New anything Wolf. to say about it. Joey, we might do a Mrs. Dalloway in June.
2: That's something. No, can we? I think we can do better. Yeah. Can you? Can you do better than Mrs. Dalloway? Mrs. Dalloway's So fucking good. Anyway, let's just move on. We can read the Meh. law dictionary. Maybe one of these days I'll bring in a book.
0: I don't know where we left off, but we are going to start on page 12. <laughs> sure. Out of out of fucking 783. Strap in, folks.
2: We're not reading the first one you have ever got, though. I thought we wanted to read the old
0: one. I've never read from, well, I mean, besides the very first time. No, I'm not going to read from that. Mm. Why? It's like.
2: Yeah, it's, like it's Koli, the sacred text. It's sacred. You can, can only read it one want. day There's a year. There's nothing
0: from it. It's just, it's the same thing that I have with literally all the other things around there too. So I have more notes in this one that I can talk about or uh, notes in the other one.
2: Jesus. Like the uh, superstitious
0: All one. right, I'll read the notes from it's the fucking, cra- do you guys see this one? Do you guys remember, yeah, that? You remember the, the amount of writing, writing in this
2: one? Yes, he's like, he's showing off. He's yeah. written a lot in the margins. He's quite yeah. learned. Fine, I'll read from this one then.
1: Had he gotten in a car accident, this would be all over the news. You would be blamed for every murder in North Hollywood.
2: <laughs> <laughs> in a way, that's very nice. Cleaning up the streets.
0: I'm looking for the same, the equivalent of where we were, but I'll, re- I'll read from the 1922 version. All right. Haynes came in from the doorway and said, quiet. I don't know if we've met Haynes. Shit. I don't know. Yeah, where we, left we definitely
1: off. made Fruit of the Loom jokes.
0: Yeah. Have you the key? Daedalus, Buck We talked about the key and all that. I don't know. No. Did we talk about the milkmaid? Do you guys remember the milkmaid? Sounds vaguely familiar. I think we've read some of that. Mapping it on to the the sheds. Yeah, you talked about that. Okay. The milk, sir. The woman came in. Okay, we'll keep going. Jeez. Let me just try to find more or less a better place to start then. If you remember the milkmaid, then we'll do that then. Um. I'm an Englishman, Haynes said. Blah, blah, blah. Have you the bill? We better pay. A miracle. Flynn. Michael Flynn. Florin. I'm here. Do you guys want to say anything while i fucking look? I, we thought you Christ. knew what you were doing. Yeah, I do know. I Jesus. was. And then you said you remembered. It was like you know, I, it's like a stream of consciousness.
1: like maybe you might have read this book beforehand and like you know, had some ideas about what you wanted to talk about with it or something. One thing's you for know, sure. One is, might uh, think that like, you might yeah.
0: prep for this or something. And, like, All think Ireland. Think about
1: the way that like, you, know, you, you want to present yourself to the, to the human public.
0: All Ireland is washed by the Gulf Screen Gulf Stream. Stephen said, as he let honey trickle over his yeah, face of man. the loaf. Haines, from the corner, where he was nodding easily a scarf about the loose collar of his tennis shirt, spoke. I hate him already. I intend to make a collection of your sayings, if you will let me. Speaking to me Oh speaking to me. They wash and tub and scrub. Agent by Devinwit, conscience. Yet here's a spot. That's the one about the cracked looking glass that one about the cracked looking glass of a servant being the symbol of Irish artist is it good. Buck Mulligan kicked Stephen's foot under the table and said with a warmth of tone. Where's a game on Hamlet, Haynes? Well, I mean it, Haines said, still speaking to Stephen. I was just thinking of it when poor old creature came in. Would I make money, but would I, would I make money by it? Stephen asked. Haynes laughed, and as he took his soft gray hat from the holdfast in the hammock, said, I don't know, I'm sure. He strolled out to the doorway. Buck Mulligan bent across to Stephen and said with a coarse vigor, Put your hoof in it now. What did you say that for? Well, Stephen said, the problem is to get money. From whom? From the milkwoman? Or from him? It's a toss-up, I think. Fucking <clears throat> toss I blow it. <laughs> I blow him about you, Buck Mulligan said, and then, came, <laughs> and then come along with a lousy leer in your gloomy chin. Good size. sir, I blow him about you. <laughs> I see little hope, Stephen said, from him or from him, from her or from him. Buck Mulligan sighed tragically and laid his hand on Stephen's arm. For me, Kinch, for me, Kinch, he said. In a suddenly changed tone, he added, to tell you the God's truth, I think you're right. "'Damn all else if they are good for. "'Why don't you play them as I do? "'To hell with them all. "'Let us get out of the kip.' "'He stood up, gravely, ungirdled, and disrobed himself out of his gown, "'saying resentedly, "'Mulligan is stripped of his garments!' "'He emptied his pockets on the table. "'There's your snot rag,' he said. "'And putting his stiff collar and rebellious tie, "'he spoke to them, chiding them, "'and to his dangling watch-chain. "'His hands plunged and rummaged in his trunk "'while he called for a clean handkerchief.' I should invite to in with. God, we'll simply have to dress the character. I want to puce gloves and green boots. Contradiction. Do I contradict myself? Very well then, I contradict myself. Mur- uh mercur, mercurial. God damn it, mercurial Malachi. A limp black missile flew out of his sto- out of his talking hands. You guys know where that's from, by the way. The do I contradict myself? Very well then, I contradict myself. Trump. <laughs> yup. <laughs> No. No. That's good though. I like that. I'm gonna read from a different book. Let's just keep going. Oh Jesus Christ. What? Stop. We so I think I'm pretty sure by the time we get to this episode, we will have read that already that I read. Maybe not. Have we ever not read it here? What? Walt Whitman. It's from Song of Myself. Oh. I'm almost positive we've read that. Song of the South. The movie's racist.
2: Hmm. Okay.
0: You're a cutie pie, Shani. Yep. Shiny you Fah. Know I, I love me.
2: Yeah, so uh, are you going to pick a James Joyce thingy No, day? I'm still... Re- I'm,
0: uh, we're going to continue reading He's what we read. He's trying to find
1: where he was in the last book in this new book.
2: I know. It's stupid.
0: Yeah. It was dumb. Yeah. Was, uh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. Wow. It's Bloomsday. I drank Holy too much. God. June 16th. Uh, it's going to be easier if we read from this one. The other one has like crazy fucking, what's his name, markings.
2: Who killed John Lennon? Yeah, you. So wait, we're going to have four days of Bloomsday? I don't know. It's we'll like 12 we'll days of happens. Christmas kind of thing? If we just keep going, we'll see what happens. On the first day of Bloomsday, Sean O'Brien <laughs> gave to me a migraine headache, a really boring podcast, three <laughs> jiggers of wine.
0: That's a racist. Nope. <laughs> wait, t- wait, what? Oh, Wait, what? What were we going
2: to say? I just want you to read. I thought you were ready. I just
0: want to drink. Do your
2: goddamn job. There's different episodes, huh? Interesting.
0: No, I wasn't ready. Ep- what do you mean? Episode- oh, yeah. there's Well, it's, yeah. They, in the same way, the Odyssey, there's 18 episodes, they call them, rather than chapters. Why? Why? Because TV it's... he wasn't invented yet. It's a reference to
2: the Odyssey itself. Because they're epic, bro.
0: Oh, look at this guy with the words. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's extreme. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, a limp black missile flew out of his talking hands. That's racist. And there's your Latin quarter hat, he said. Stephen picked it up and put it on. Haynes called to them from the doorway. Are you coming, you fellows? I'm ready, Buck Mulligan answered, going towards the door. Come out, Kinch. You've eaten all we've left, I suppose. Resigned, he passed out with grave words and Gates saying, Well, now I was sorrow. And going forth, he met Butterly. Stephen, taking his ash plant from its leaning place, followed them out, and, as they went down the ladder,
1: I just pulled, realized if we didn't order food, there's nothing to stop this.
2: I know, I thought about that, too. I thought about that it
0: is, before I started reading.
1: This feels like a, uh, a trap.
2: Well, we'll decide.
1: No wonder he was so surprised she didn't want to order food first. Yes. Pulled to the slow iron
2: door and locked it. I left the decision to you as well. Slow down, kids.
1: I didn't think we were going to hit with the fucking wall.
0: Pulled to the slow door and locked it. He put the huge key in his inner pocket. So for the next 20 years, guys, I want you to remember this. Oh, Jesus. Who has the key? Who has the key right now? Gozer. Seems like it might be Steven. Might be Stephen right now. Stephen put the key in his pocket. Maybe it's Blue, maybe it's Stephen, maybe it's Mulligan, I don't know, but who has the key? Remember that. Remember the shit out of that. I already forgot. At the foot of the ladder, Buck Mulligan asked, Did you bring the key? I have it, Stephen said, preceding them. He walked on. Behind him, he heard Buck Mulligan club with heavy bath towel and leather shoes of fern and grasses. Down, sir! How dare you, sir! Haines asked, Do you pay rent for this tower? Twelve quid, Buck Mulligan said. Ooh, that's sweet. To so the Secretary of State of War, Stephen added, over his shoulder. They halted whilst, while Haynes surveyed the tower and said at last, Rather bleak in wintertime, I should say. Martello, you call it. Billy Pitt had them it's built. Pronounced wait, pronounced Monticello? <laughs> Billy Pitt had them built, Mulligan said, when the French were, when the French were on the sea. But ours is the Omphalos. 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 What is that, Joey Bonner? What's the Omphalos? The Oompa
1: Those, Yeah, exactly. The little the
0: orange omphalos. guys. Omphalos. I want to I hang here for a minute. What is the Omphalos?
1: It's uh, as
0: <laughs> The Emphasis?
1: Yeah.
0: On the wrong syllable?
1: Yeah.
0: Omphalos is the navel, the belly button. Right, Yuri? Yep. The belly button.
1: The aurora borealis. Everybody
2: look up Omphalos. Nope. I just did. It's a religious stone artifact. You were wrong. In Greek, omphalos means navel. In Greek lore, Zeus sent two eagles across the world to meet at its center, the navel of the world. Mm -hmm. Omphalos stones marking the center were erected in several places along the Mediterranean Sea. The most famous of those was at Delphi. Omphalos was also the name given to this stone, given to Cronus. In the ancient world of the Mediterranean, it was a powerful religious symbol.
0: What is your idea on Hamlet? Haynes asked Stephen. Uh (laughs) <laughs> no, no, Buck Mulligan shouted in pain. I'm not equal to Thomas Aquinas and the 55 reasons to make prop of it. Wait till I have a few pints in me first. Uh, spoiler, er, this is a, uh, a reference to chapter nine that's about to happen when Stephen just goes off on Hamlet's. But, since we're here... Throwback to the future? He turned to Stephen, saying as he pulled down neatly the peaks of his primrose waistcoat, You could manage it under three pints, Kinch. How could you? <clears throat> It has waited so long, Stephen said listlessly. It can wait longer. You pique my curiosity, Haines said amiably. It is some paradox. Pooh, Buck Mulligan said. We have grown out of wild and paradoxes. It's quite simple. He proves by algebra that Hamlet's grandson is Shakespeare's grandfather and that he himself is the ghost of his own father. What? Haines said, beginning to point at Stephen. He himself? Buck Mulligan slung his towel stole wise round his neck and bending in loose laughter said to Stephen's ear, Oh, shade of kinch, the elder, Jataphet in search of the father. We're tired in the morning, Stephen said to Haines, and it's rather long to tell. Buck Mulligan, walking forward, again raised his hands. The sacred pint alone can unbind the tongue of Daedalus, he said. I mean to say, Haines explained to Stephen as they followed, this tower and these cliffs here remind me of somehow Elsinore. The Beetleszo has based the sea, is it, Buck Mulligan turned suddenly in an instant toward Stephen, but did not speak in the bright, silent instant in the bright, silent instant. Stephen saw his own image in cheap, dusty morning between their gay attires. Uh. <laughs> it's a wonderful tale, Haines said, bringing them to halt again, eyes pale as the sea, the wind has fresh and paler, firm and prudent. the sea's ruler, he gazed southward over the bay. Empty save for the smoke plume of the mailboat. Vague on the bright skyline. And a sail tacking by the mugglings. By the the mugglings. The
1: (laughs) fuck? The the the
0: fuck? (laughs) Wow. I read a theological (laughs) interpretation of it somewhere, he said bemused. The father and the son idea. The son striving to be atoned by the father. Atoned with the father. Sorry. Remember that part, by the way, too? Buck Mulligan at once pulled a blithe, broadly smiling face. He looked at them, his well-shaped mouth open happily, his eyes from which he had suddenly withdrawn all shrewd sense, blinking with mad gaiety. He moved a doll's head to and fro, the brims of the Panama hat quivering, and began to chant in a quiet, happy, foolish voice. I am the quiddest young fellow that you ever heard. My mother's a Jew, my father's a bird. With Joseph the Joiner, I cannot agree, so here's the disciples in cavalry. He held before a forefinger of warning. If anyone thinks that I am as divine, he'll get no free drinks when I'm making the wine, but have to drink water when the when wish it would plain when I, that I make when the wine becomes water again. He tugged swiftly at Stephen's ash plant in farewell and, running forward to a brow of the cliff, fluttered his hands at his side like fins or wings of one about to rise in the air and chanted, Goodbye, now, goodbye. Write down all that I said and tell Tom, Dick, and Hattie I rose from the dead. Spread in the bone cannot fail me to fly, and all of it's breezy. Goodbye now, goodbye. He capered before them down below the forty-foot hole, fluttering his wing light hands, leaping nimbly. Mercury's hat quivering in the fresh wind that bore back to him his brief bird-like cries. Haines, who had been laughing, guardedly walked on beside Stephen and said, <laughs> "We oughtn't to laugh at. I suppose he's rather blasphemous." I'm not a believer myself, that is to say. Still, his gaiety takes the harm out of it somehow, Mm -hmm. doesn't it? What what did he call it? Joseph the Joiner? The ballad of joking Jesus, Stephen answered. Oh, Jump Jehoshaphat. Have you heard it before? Three times a day after meals, Stephen said dryly. You're not a believer, are you? Haines said. I mean, a believer in the narrow sense of the word creation from nothing, miracles, and a personal God. There's only one sense of the word, it seems to me. Stephen said. Haynes stopped to take a smooth silver case in which twinkled a green stone. He sprang it open with thumb and and offered it. Thank you, Stephen said, taking a cigarette. Remember that, by the way, as a silver case with a green stone in the center. Okay. The Omphalos. The Omphalos. Haynes helped himself and snapped the case, too. He put like it back in his side pocket trip. and took it from his waist pocket. A nickel tinderbox sprang it open, too, and, having lit his cigarette, held the flaming spunk towards Stephen in <laughs> the shell of his hands. You should wash your hands first. Yes, of course, he said. As they went on again, either you believe or you don't, isn't it? Personally, I couldn't stomach the idea of a personal god. You don't stand for that, I suppose. You in me, Stephen said with a grim displeasure. A horrible example of free thought. He walked on, waiting to be spoken on, trailed his ash plant by his side. Its ferrule followed lightly on the path, squealing its hands. Squealing at his heels. Sorry. (laughs) Is he a rapper? (laughs) My familiar, Yuri. Yuri, did you hear that part? My familiar, calling after me. Calling Stephen. A wavering line across the path. We'll walk on it tonight, coming here in the dark. He wants that key. Well, it is mine. I paid the rent. Now I eat his salt bread. You can't pay the rent. Give him you the key too. Oh, he will ask for it. That was in his eyes. After all, Hans began. Stephen turned and saw that the cold gaze, which had measured eh. him, was all unkind. After all, I should think you are able to free yourself. You are your own master. It seems to me. I'm the servant of two masters, Stephen said, in English and Italian. Italian. "'Haines said. "'Crazy queen, old and jealous, kneel down before me. "'And a third, Stephen said. "'There is who wants me for odd jobs.' "'Italian,' Stephen said, er, Haines said again. "'What do you mean?' "'The imperial British state,' Stephen answered, his color rising. "'The Holy Roman Catholic and Apostolic Church.' "'Haines detached from his underlip "'some fibers of tobacco before he spoke.' I can quite understand that, he said calmly. An Irishman must think like that, I dare say. We feel in England that we have treated you rather unfairly. Remember this line. That's not from the book. I'm saying remember this line. Joey and Sean, are you going to remember this line?
2: Nope. Treated unfairly? No.
0: Remember this line I'm about to say. Everyone hates the Irish. Joey, remember this line. It seems history is to blame. The proud, potent titles clanged over Stephen's memory of the triumph of their brazen bells et unam sanctum calithetum, et epalstaltum ecclesiasticum. The slow growth and change of Right and dogma like his own rare thoughts a chemistry of stars a symbol of the apostles and the mass of the pope marcellus the voices blended singing alone in affirmation and behind their chant the vigilant angels of the church militant disarmed and menaced her heresiarchs a horde of heresies fleeing with my tears away photius and the brood of mockers whom mulligan was one and Arius warring his life long upon the consubs- consubstantiality of the son with the father and the valentine spurning Christ's terrine body in the subtle, subtle African herciox, Sibelius, Sebe- who held and the father was himself, his Sponsum own silence. Sorry, you're right. Whose mulligan, words Mulligan spoke in a moment, since in mockery to the stranger, idle mockery, the void awaits. Surely all of them wave the wind, a menace, a disarming, and a worsting from the embattled angels of the church, Michael's host, who defend and ever in the host of conflicts with their lances and their shields. Here. Here. Prolonged applause. Zoot. Nom de Dieu. Of course, I'm a Britisher, sir. Haynes' voice, and I feel as one. I don't want to see my country fall into the hands of the gym. German- oh, wait, sorry. Fuck. <laughs> uh, I feel as one. I don't want my country. I don't want my. I want to. I. not oh, fuck me. Wait, who's saying this? I'm this sorry? is Haynes again. Okay. I don't want to see my country fall into the hands of the German Jews either. That's our national problem, I'm afraid, just now. Two men stood at the verge of the cliff, watching. Businessmen, boatmen. She's making for Balak Harbor. The boatman nodded toward the north of the bay with some disdain. <laughs> There's five fathoms out there, he said. I'll be swept up in that when the tide comes about one. It's nine days today. Do you know what that's a reference to? Five fathoms. Five fathoms deep. The dead stuff in the thing with the guy in the thing. Very nice. That yeah. is exactly correct. Yep. And we that episode will have come out right before this one. I think. Yeah. If this is the only one we do, which will make yeah, me very sad, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think it is. I think it's just Bloomsday. This hmm. is our Bloomsday episode, yeah. which I've been waiting for this whole fucking time. Hmm. And no, it's so just, the show's over. No, not yet
1: like forever. Like we don't have to read any more books no, cuz Bloom's always read. done.
0: We only have two more pages to go before the end of this chapter, and that's a good way to end up Bloom's day, I
2: think. We'll keep going. We haven't even seen Bloom yet. Well, I think or we, anything in Bloom. the very
0: first episode we read a little bit of chapter 4, which is the opening of Bloom. But, where are we? Uh The man that was drowned. A sail veering about the blank about the blank boy waiting for a swollen bundle to bob up, roll over the sun, a puffy face, salt white. Here I am. They followed the winding path down to the creek. Buck Mulligan stood on a stone, in shirt sleeves, his unclipped tie rippling over his shoulder. A young man huh, turning to a, a spur on. of rock near the moved voice, frog-wise, his green legs in the deep jelly of the water. Is the brother with you, Malachi? Down in the Westmeaths, with the Bannons. Still there? I get a call from Bannon. Says he found a sweet young thing down there. Photo girl, he calls Wait, her. By ben, the way.
1: Bannon's an immortal. He's been alive since then. Indeed. By the wow. way,
0: remember Bannon? Um, eventually you're going to hear. He, so he says he, he, he found a sweet young thing down there. Oh, yeah. Photo girl, he calls her. Mm. Mm. Come chapter four, you're going to find out what's happening. Alexis um, Jones, everyone's a pedo. And more specifically, on, on, right. for those of no, you who have Steve the Vantage, page 66. You can turn to page 66 and find out why that's important. Snapchat, <clears throat> eh? Brief exposure. Snapchat? Buck Mulligan sat down to unlace his boots. An elderly man shot up near the spur of a rock, a blowing red face. He scrambled up by the stones, water glistening on his, on his pate and on its garland of red hair. Water rilling over his chest and paunch and spilling jets out of the black, sagging loincloth. Buck Mulligan made his, way for, made his way for him to scramble past, and, glancing at Haynes and Stephen, crossed himself piously with a thumbnail at brow and lips and breathstone. See what's back in town, the young man said, grasping again the spur back. of rock, Boys chuckled Boys medicine and going in for the army. Ah, <laughs> go to God, Buck Mulligan said. Going over next week to Stoom, you know that red Carlisle girl, Lily? Yes. swimming with her last night in the pier. The father is rotto with money. Is she up the pole? Better ask Seymour that. Seymour, bleeding officer, Buck Mulligan said. He nodded to himself as the dew of his trousers and stood up tritely. Red-headed woman, buck like goats. He broke off in alarm, feeling his side under his flapping shirt. My twelfth rib is gone, he cried. I am the Ubermensch, Toothless Kinch, and I, the Superman. He struggled out of his Superpowers shirt. Superpowers are cool. You guys you know what it? the Ubermensch is from? Hitler. Nietzsche, Mein mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> He struggled out of his shirt and flung it behind him to where his clothes lay. Are you going in here, Malachi? Yes. Make room in the bed. The, the young man shoved himself backward through the water and reached the middle of the creek in two long, clean strokes. Haines sat down on the stone, smoking. Are you not coming in? Buck Mulligan asked. Later on, Haines said. Not on my breakfast. Stephen turned away. ''I'm going, Mulligan,'' he said. ''Give us that key, Kinch,'' Buck Mulligan said, ''to keep the chemise flat.'' Stephen handed him the key. Buck Mulligan laid it across his heaped clothes. ''And two pence,'' he said, ''for a pint. Throw it there.'' Stephen threw two pennies on the soft heap, dressing, undressing. Buck Mulligan erect, with oh, joined yeah. hands before him, said solemnly, ''He who stealth from the poor lendeth to the Lord.'' Thus spoke Zarathustra. His plump body plunged. They were Scientologists? We'll see see you again, Hames said, turning to Stephen, walking up the path and smiling at Wild Irish. Horn of a bull, hoof of a horse, smile of a Saxon. The ship, Buck Mulligan cried. Half twelve. Good, Stephen said. He walked along the upward curving path. Leater, Ullitanium. (laughs) Turma Clatu, rata, in, <laughs> the priest's gay nimbus in a niche uh. where he dressed discreetly. I will not sleep here tonight. Home also I cannot go. A voice, Home, sweetened and sustained, go. called to him from the sea. Turning the curve, he waved his hand. It called again, hit the foghorn. <laughs> I meant to say that. Oh, whatever. You did. That's the trombone. Yeah. Boom, boom. <laughs> a voice, sweet toned and sestooned, called to him from the sea. Turning the curve, he waved his hand. It called again. A sleek brown head. A seal's far out on the water.
2: Brown. You, sir. the end of chapter one.
1: Thank God. I don't know where the thing. Okay. Oh, no. The
2: Thank you for listening to another episode of Literally Literary.
0: Remember to follow us at Paula Tinkering. No us on iTunes us if it you get a matter. chance. And then everybody loves James Joyce's Ulysses. Jeez. Happy Bloomsday, everybody, or happy June 1st, depending on what happens next. We'll see what happens when I bring up the books next again, oh, and when this episode comes out
1: so we uh we might be canceling the show um, the uh the podcast studios can no longer afford <laughs> such uh,
2: such uh indulgences, so um, I yeah. agree yeah.